Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, March 20th, 5.32. Thank you guys so much for getting up with us here on this Monday morning. Spring break is over, so welcome back, kids. Hope you had a nice week if you're in Clark County Schools. A little bit of a kind of a rainy end to the weekend, but otherwise it seemed like it was pretty nice around here. Yeah, Friday was uh, Friday was a beautiful day, and then Saturday was was gorgeous too. Saturday was a real nice day, and that rain kind of popped in here yesterday afternoon, and then I forget how last week was, but yeah, first day of spring today, and spring break is over so we missed you guys we were here last week we normally take off during spring break week but we were here last week and it was, it was a good week last week and welcome back everyone yeah it's good to have everyone back how was your weekend it was nice uh friday you know i did that saint patrick's day celebration that party celtic fresh over at new york new york and it was awesome i was there from 11 to 2 and there was a lot of people out there weather was perfect um the sales staff came out and a bunch of people from the radio station were there steph was out there um enjoying herself on friday afternoon did you have a good time steph had a blast what made it me really, really love not just your broadcast, but our boss, J-Love, came out towards the end. He was so funny. He was so entertaining. We had some people from our sister station up in Seattle stop by, and they they just had a blast hanging out with us and J-Love. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun on Friday. And then uh, Saturday was at the track all day. There was a huge car show. Um, uh, Muscle Cars at the Strip was in town over the weekend, or they're based here in Las Vegas. So that was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I was out there on Saturday with that and did some podcast, podcast stuff on Sunday. So it was, it was a busy weekend. Nice. It's uh, yeah, it's been uh, kind of a crazy morning for me. I could not find my keys this morning. So really? I, was, I <laughs> had switched purses this weekend. And this I remember saying on Friday, your key, put your key somewhere where you remember because I was using the purse, but I didn't want to haul all the stuff that I had in there. So I'd like, I'm, I'm not going to need my car keys. I'm not going to need this makeup bag. So I put them all somewhere. And I remember mentally saying on Friday, do not forget where you put these. And of course, I come down this morning and I'm like, where did I put those keys? And I'm looking and it's not even like a key that I stick in. It's like the fob, you mm-hmm. know. And so I'm like, where is it? And then I'm thinking, should I go get Matt's? Because he has one, too. And I'm like, no, because then I got to wake him up because I don't know where he puts his keys. And so, yeah, I was just kind of flustered this morning. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we are not getting our Monday started off this way. But you're here now. 
You yeah, got your I keys? found them. I Obviously, found them. And, uh, yeah, I remembered where they were. <laughs> where after were they? Were I, they a, a convenient spot? Or? So I have these two like vase things that have one has one's empty, but then the other one has like, you know, like sprigs of like branches and stuff. It's a decorative thing. And I put them right behind that. And I'm like searching. <laughs> I'm like, where are they? And then I actually actually almost knock one of them down. And when I went to fix it, I heard it hit something and I turned and looked behind it. I was like, there you are. Let's get going here. So, yeah, it was kind of one of those mornings. But we are so excited to have you guys with us this morning and joining us as we get things going here on a Monday. We've got lots of cool prizes. We'll tell you all about those coming up. But right now it is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men? I'll make love to you like you. Stronger by Britney Spears. Or do you want to hear Meant to Live by Switchfoot? You can get your votes in right now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us at 702-364-9400. We'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Records are shattered on the charts. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men is the pre-show you pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Maury Wallen's album, One Thing at a Time, is still the number one album in the country. That's two weeks in a row. So twice is number two on the charts. And then Miley Cyrus's new album, that came in at number three on the album charts. But if you check the Billboard Hot 100, you'll see that Morgan's name is all over it. Over a third of the songs on there right now are his. All 36 of his songs from his new album are on the Hot 100 list. That's a new record. It is not a record for country artists. It's a record for artists overall. The old record was uh, held by Drake with 27 songs uh, in the Top 100 back in 2018. And then Taylor Swift at 26 in the Hot 100 after her 26-track version of Fearless came out two years ago. So uh, Morgan is sitting in a really good spot right now. Hmm, It's kind of crazy to think about all the songs from one album are sitting on the Hot 100 charts. Yeah, that's a lot, for sure. Let's talk about our Lady Rebels. Uh, they, they, they played on Friday, and they, they lost on Friday. It was, it, was, it was a close game. At one point, I think they were within seven points of beating Michigan, but the final score on Friday is something... Uh, uh, 71 to 59 was the final score. What a bummer. I'm, I, But still, 
still, you got to be so proud of them. They just, they did so well. And uh, I know they were probably sad to go out the first round, but hey, you made it. So think of all the teams that didn't make it there. Yeah, exactly. And two years in a row, they made it. They had the most wins this season in program history. They had a 22-game winning streak, which ties the program record. They were undefeated in conference, so a lot of things to be proud of for our Lady Rebels. But yeah, they did get uh, knocked out on Friday. As far as the guys, the Sweet 16, the West Coast games, are going to be here in town this week. Those games will be at T-Mobile Arena on Thursday. Yeah, a big one. Was, is it Gonzaga and uh, uh, UCLA? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the one we were talking about last night. That's going to be a huge game. So Matchbox 20 released a new song called Wild Dogs, Running in a Slow Dream. Here is new music from Matchbox 20. You heard the song? Did you hear this from the record labels in your music meetings prior? No, not from the labels, but I did hear it. Yeah, I, I just—it sounds like Matchbox Twenty. Did. Yeah, they have a recipe, and they stayed with that recipe. <laughs> so the, this is their new album is coming out in May. It's the first album in eleven years. It's called Where the Lights Go, and then they announced a huge tour. Fifty dates on this tour. They will be here in Las Vegas, May twenty seventh at the Cosmopolitan. There's a presale on Thursday. So Matchbox Twenty is back this summer. The cast of Ted Lasso, they're going to the White House today to discuss the importance of mental health with President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden. Biden teased the meeting by tweeting a photo of the Oval Office with a yellow sign that says, believe, above the doorway like they have on the show. That's so cool. I love that. That, that yeah, I mean, it just that show has touched so many people. It's so obvious that so many people love it. Yeah, it really has. It's such a great positive show. If you haven't watched it, season three just started. It's just you, you feel better about yourself. It's, it's, it's a show that makes you feel good. There's not too much anxiety that comes along with Ted Lasso. It's like a, a good feeling show. Do you follow Selena Gomez on Instagram? Um, I think I do. Yeah. She's the first woman to surpass 400 million followers on Instagram. That's, I mean, what can you say about that? It's just got a lot of fans out there. So, but so last month you passed Kylie Jenner, who was sitting at 381 million. So she passed her last month, and now Selena Gomez this month has 401 million followers. Yeah, she was the she was she reached like the most first, and then she said, "I'm signing off social media." So Kylie surpassed her, and then she came back to social media, and then she surpassed Kylie. Oh, so hence the bump. I'm like, that's a big bump. And then is she involved in that that the whole drama thing? A lot of people are team Selena, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that she did anything to be involved. It's more like. She just existed, and the other girls kind of bullied her, her a little bit. Big time bullying. So we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1804. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, March 20th. The first day of spring is here, and a lot of you are back from spring break this morning. Welcome back. Hopefully you uh, got to do some fun stuff. And by fun stuff, I mean sleeping in. That's fun to me. <laughs> I think Heck that would yeah. be a nice thing to do. <laughs> How glorious is that? Uh, how you doing this morning? Not bad, not bad. I mentioned the St. Patrick's Day party and out at the uh, the big car show over the weekend for me on my end. It was an awesome, awesome weekend. How, how was your weekend? How are things on your in your world right now? My weekend was good. I got to hang out with some friends this weekend. It was mine and uh, Matt's 
anniversary on Saturday. So we kind of celebrated and yeah, we just had a really nice weekend. It was, uh, it was, uh, a little bit, you know, kind of hectic, but it was good. And, um, my daughter, she went to Denver. She went to go visit her grandma and my brother and she had a really nice time. And coming back yesterday, I was like, now, did you really have fun or were you just kind of like, you know, hanging out with grandma and your uncle? It's just like, no, I had a really good time. So I think she's going <laughs> to make that a regular thing where she kind of goes out there and, and she did it on her own. We sent her flying by herself and, you know, she had no problem, no issues. I mean, we, we travel a lot, so she knows her way around the airport pretty well. So, um, yeah, she had a really good time. It was a, a nice weekend. You, uh, yeah, you mentioned before that this was Brooklyn's uh, first time flying on, and that's an exciting thing when you fly, you fly by yourself. That's a big thing to do that for your first time. And she got out of here with no issues. I think it was just even Thursday or Friday. You were talking about how the Denver airport's a little bit crazy and everything. She had no problem getting in there and getting on her flight to get back. No, they. Uh, my brother walked her in and, and saw her right up to TSA, and he kind of stayed there and watched and made sure she got through okay and everything like that. My biggest stress was um, because she's under 16, she doesn't really have any sort of an ID except for her passport. And I just felt really weird about letting her take her passport on her own. Like I just had this panic, like she was going to lose it. And oh my gosh, we'd have to get her a new one. And that's such a pain. And so every time I talked to her, I'm like, do you have your passport? And she's like, I have my passport. So last night, um, I'm like, Hey, give me your passport so I can put it away. She goes, Oh, Oh my gosh, where is it? And I just about lost it. I go, what? And she's like, it's here. Here you go. <laughs> I was so annoyed. Ta-da! Uh, she knew like that was my weak spot. So I was, uh, yeah, I was freaking out. But then she just pulled it out as a joke. It was kind of funny. So yeah, I just kind of got back on track last night once she was home and everything and, and uh, did a little uh, work for today. But it was good. It was a good weekend. And we are so excited to have you guys back. We have a busy week planned. And, uh, also, Taylor Swift is coming to town this weekend. I know a lot of people are talking about that. I was on like I was on live streams watching her concert mm-hmm. in Glendale and just trying to get an idea of what she has in store for us and 44 songs, three hours and 10 minutes. We're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up here in a few minutes and what's trending. But just I'm I'm thinking that if you're going to the concert, you are in for a treat this weekend. Oh, you know, she's going to put on a show, especially at Allegiant Stadium. What an awesome venue. And we actually do have tickets for you later this week on Thursday and Friday. So if you don't have Taylor Swift tickets, not to worry. Of course, we've got you covered. This is going to happen on Thursday and Friday. That's huge. At the end of the week, we're going to have Taylor Swift tickets. That's pretty big. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the ticket every everyone wants right now and if you saw any of the clips from the show like 10 outfit changes just insanity so yeah we'll uh we'll dive into that here in a few minutes now also on the show today we are coming in hot on a monday morning so we have tickets for you to go see the counting crows that happens with the early edition of heads up here in about 15 minutes so counting crows will be here in town we've got your tickets in about 15 minutes for the late edition of Heads Up, which happens in the 8 o'clock hour, tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That show is April 1st at Allegiant Stadium. We'll give you more details on those Taylor Swift tickets. Plus, it's Monday, so it's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $400 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. This happens at 7 a.m. If you're lucky to play it, it's your chance to win a really cool prize, but it's also just fun to play along in the car or you're at home get ready for work. It's a, it's a fun contest to play along. And up next, we have What's Trending. What do you got for us? Jimmy G is officially official. Taylor kicks off the Eras Tour and how to bring these children's characters 
into your wardrobe. That's coming up next in What's Trending. We've got Heads Up coming up here in about five minutes. And for you, when you win it, tickets to go see The Counting Crows. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo is trending this morning. The new Raiders quarterback was officially introduced by the team on Friday. He was supposed to be introduced on Thursday. But the team ended up canceling his press conference. One of the first questions he was asked was, what was the reason for that delay? And Jimmy said it was honestly talking language, things like that, both sides. He says, I think um, we knew what we wanted to get done. It was very collaborative, actually just us coming together. So basically just working out some of the language in his contract. They got that done and he met with the press on Friday. It's funny because a lot of fans were actually concerned that the reason for the delay was that he didn't pass his physical, which would have completely nullified the entire deal. Luckily, that was not the case and he is now a member of the Silver and Black. That's exciting for the Raiders. And yeah, that was the rumor going around on Friday. He didn't pass that physical. That would have been a tough spot to be in. If you're the Raiders, make that move. Like, oh, wait. You're not physically ready to play for us? That could be trouble. Yeah, definitely. Um, Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift, the singer opened up her Eras tour in Glendale, Arizona over the weekend. She played two sold-out shows at State Farm Stadium. The She performed 44 songs from her 10 studio albums. The show was three hours, 15 minutes on Friday, and she opened with Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince off of her Lover album. To end the show, she hit the Midnight's era with songs like Antihero, Lavender Haze, and Bejeweled. Taylor is in Las Vegas this weekend, and of course, you gotta keep listening because we will have tickets for you. Any headway on getting tickets to go see her? this weekend for you and your family or just still working on it you uh, my wife actually might have a ticket for her on Saturday night she said she wanted to go so if she gets a ticket I'll be very happy about it uh, that way some, some girlfriends might have an extra ticket she should find out this week so we'll see fingers crossed for yeah, her very nice um, and then finally this morning Teletubbies are trending you know the kids show with Lala and what are their other names Tinky Winky and Poe and uh, of course, Dipsy. Well, a high-end fashion brand in New York is selling knee-high boots that look like the Teletubbies, specifically Dipsy, the green one. They're bright green. They're stiletto, stiletto knee-highs with Dipsy's fi- <laughs> This music is so distracting. I'm sorry. <laughs> is that like, the theme song? I never watched I the Teletubbies. So, yeah. Um, the, the bright green boots are stilettos. They have Dipsy's face and arms hanging off the top of each boot. The designer named Christian Cowan, he's taking pre-orders online, and they're priced for the low, low price of $2,500. Don't worry. The other three Teletubbies are, uh, they haven't been left out, Tinky Winky, Lala, and Poe. He's selling t-shirts, hoodies, and jean jackets with photos of them. And those are not cheap either. The jean jackets going to cost you a cool $595. The hoodie $350 and the t-shirts are $195 for a t-shirt. And the thing is, they're already sold out. So if you're a big Teletubbies fan and you like high fashion, you got something to uh, to aspire to and that is what's trending. Okay, it is time for Heads Up. So we want to call our 20 at 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, your play at Heads Up and we got a great prize for you. We have your tickets to see Counting Crows. They will be in town 
this September, September 2nd, at the Pearl inside the Palms. And you're going. You just need to be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will be there. Caller 20, you're playing. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Brittany, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Oh, yes, I am. All right. We've got these County Crows tickets we want to give you. Just pick a category. Do you want to go with Spring Has Sprung, Wedding Bells, Harry Potter, Planet Earth, or Music Note? Oh, we got to go with Harry Potter. Harry Potter it is. What house do you belong to? Oh, I belong to Gryffindor. Oh, same, same, girl. Okay. Like, who who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, let's go with JP. Okay, so right. Hogwarts House Pride Week is this week, and this category are it's all things associated with Harry Potter. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, you got JC as your partner. We're gonna set the clock. Uh, you just got to get six answers in sixty seconds. Are you guys ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Harry Potter has this and waves it. It casts spells. Um, uh, uh, well, a magician would hold this little thing. A magician would hold this and wave it. I uh, want. Yes. Uh, if you can't see, you would wear these to help you see better. Uh, glasses. Yes. Uh, we're, this is uh, House Pride Week. Um, how, we, this is the category. House Pride Week is this week. What kind of house? Um, hat. Okay. Uh, a witch flies on this. A broom. Yes. This is the game that they play, I think, on flying brooms. Quit it. Yes. I think this is a very mean man in the movie. I haven't seen any Harry Potter movies. Uh, okay. Uh, you're going to cast this on someone. I'm going to cast a blank on you and might make you, I don't know, do weird things. A, um, a, witch, a, witch, a witch would cast what on you? A spell. Yes. And I just said it. An, an evil woman is a? A witch. Yes! That counts! You got it! Just barely, oh but you gosh. did it. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've been listening to you guys pretty much my whole life, and this is the first time I've ever won something from you guys. Oh, so thank you. Oh, well, it took you long enough. Thank you for listening so long, Brittany. We appreciate it so much. And now you are going to see Counting Crows. They're coming to town in September at the Pearl Inside the Palms. You are in for free. Congratulations. Now, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up, tickets for you to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's Mix 94.1. On Friday, there was the weirdest smell in this in this place. And it was in the studio you are in, JC. I walked in there. We had to. We had a meeting in, in the studio JC's in. And if you don't know, JC's in the studio, and then I'm in a side studio, and Steph is in another side studio. So we're literally all separated, but um, we can still see each other because there's windows. And it all happened when, when COVID started, and they separated us. And we just never went back because we all kind of liked our little areas not that we didn't want to hang with each other it was just more convenient so i go into the main studio on friday so we could have our meeting and the second i walked in i smelled something and i always smell something when i go in there and it's usually your food that you're eating jc but this time it was bad and i just figured it got stale in there you know how rooms get stale 
I thought it was that, but apparently you found the root cause of the smell in there. Yes, and I thought I knew what it was on Friday when you came in, but I didn't really pinpoint it until later on in the afternoon. And I had no, when you had walked in at that point, I had no food. So it definitely wasn't a food smell. The smell you were smelling was my feet. I even said that on Friday when you were in there because you're like, what's that smell? I'm like, is it my feet? And you're like, no, no, it doesn't smell like feet. Just, I would let you know if it was feet or your foot smell or something. And you're trying to pinpoint the odor because at one point on Friday, I bent down and I like I got a woof of, of my, my feet. I'm like, oh, woof. Yeah, woof. woof, woof. <laughs> Those dogs were barking on Friday. I tell that much. Uh, I smelled my feet on Friday and it just it smelled off. But for a split second, and I, I didn't pay much attention to it. Until you came in and said you smelled something. And then I went to New York, New York Hotel and Casino, hosted the Irish uh, St. Patrick's Day party. And I got home and I took my shoes off and I about fell over. It was so intense because I was wearing I was wearing hiking boots on Friday with thick socks underneath. And just because of that, my feet were sweating all morning. My socks, Mercedes, they were wet when I took them off. That's how sweaty they were oh, on Friday boy. afternoon. Uh, that it, it, I didn't think it was feet smell, but it was pretty... It, yeah, it was pretty sm- a stale smelling. And so I was, when you kept saying that, I'm like, I don't think it's feet. I It just doesn't smell like feet to me. But that's pretty bad if your feet smell through your shoes. I know. And because I had to wear those hiking boots, because my regular boots that I wear that have plenty of ventilation and I could wear lighter socks were getting repaired. There was a, a hole in them. So I took them to the, the leather repair shop to get repaired last week. So I had no other option but to wear those hiking boots on Friday. And with those hiking boots, you have to wear a thicker sock. And they're great when you go hiking or I'm out at the barn. They're perfect. But in the studio, my feet just started sweating. And I apologize for that because it was bad. It was so real bad. You were the smelly kid. Yeah, you I was. You were the smelly kid, but the smelly adult. I didn't. It, I did not even for the moment think it was you and your body odor at all, just if that makes you feel any better. Thank you. Um, but still, it, it, it was just so noticeable. The second I walked in, I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, should I say something? And I was like, most people, I wouldn't say anything. But, you know, we've known each other a long time. So I was like, what's that smell? And you're like, is it my feet? <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's feet. And you're like, it's got to be my feet. And I think at one point you offered us to smell your feet. And I was like, absolutely not. No, thank you. I'm good. Why would you want me to smell something that smells bad? Just to verify, just to say, we can be all on the same page. Because also, too, on Friday, the heat didn't turn on. The eight, There was no air circulation in the studio. So it was just my feet in those hiking boots with those thick hiking socks, just sweating in the studio. And poor thing, you walked in here. When were you the smelly one? Have you ever been in a situation, Mercedes, maybe you forgot to put deodorant on or something? You put something on, you realize halfway through the day, like, oh, I'm the one that smells. No, I don't smell. I smell good. All the time. <laughs> All the time, 24-7. <laughs> even without deodorant, I smell delicious. <laughs> like roses. <laughs> no. Um, I have forgotten deodorant before, but I've caught it. Um y- with time or like if I've ever for, forgotten to put deodorant on, I'll go to the bathroom and I have a little hack. So I'll go to the bathroom, I'll take a paper towel or whatever and get it wet and I'll clean under my arms. And then someone told me once, find salt, um, like a little packet of salt or if you have just, you know, salt to season things around there and put it in your hand and rub the salt in your armpits. And that'll work as a temporary deodorant for you until you can get an actual deodorant so i've done the salt trick before um just to help it i mean it's not obviously as good as deodorant but it it does the job for you know 
a shorter period of time until you can actually get to some. I've never heard of this. This is amazing. So you have no deodorant, wet things, and how much salt are you rubbing in there? Does it sting or hurt at all or anything? It doesn't hurt at all. I mean, remember people would use those salt rocks yeah. to, to do to put, put under their arms? It That's was basically right. like that. So I just find, you know, in the break room, there's always like those little plastic utensil packets and there's a, a thing of salt in there. It was something like that that I found in the break room and I just put it in my hands. I kind of rubbed them together and then my the underarms were still a little damp from the water when I cleaned them and then I just kind of rubbed it on and it, it, it doesn't get sticky but it just kind of stays there and so it helps it temporarily. So... That is a great hack. Does it work for feet? I could have, I could use that on Friday. Do some kind of salt scrub on those feet. Um, someone just texted and says, since the guy who since the guy who was proud of the fact he never washes his oh says the guy who was proud of the fact he never washes his feet. Did you say you were proud of that? I don't remember. Oh, I that. wouldn't say I'm proud of it, but I never. Uh, I just when I shower, I never get down and use soap on my feet because I, I assume and figure out all the soapy water that's down there. The shampoo, the body soap is down there is washing my feet well enough. Well, I guess we got the answer. It is not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stated that I was never proud of that, but I have stated that before in the past. I, I don't particularly scrub my feet ever. And tonight he will start. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that he knows. Oh my gosh! Give me a loofah, a scrub brush, or something. Hot threes coming up next. What do you got for okay, us? Okay, we are going to talk about. Um, um, politeness. How polite is our state compared to the other ones? What is the most polite state and the least? That is on the way. Also, if you are a pet owner and you let your animal sleep with you, why you may want to reconsider. And it's it's more than one reason. We'll explain. And what is the latest thing that is great for kids' development? It's actually very funny. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We have Beat Mercedes coming up on this Minden Monday in about five minutes. Your chance to win a $400 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. Let's go! Here we go. Three, two, one. 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. A lot of people will talk about Southern hospitality, but there is a new report out about the most polite states in the United States, and it highlights a completely different part of the country. The report analyzed Google searches for polite terms like please, thanks, excuse me, beg your pardon, cheers, friendly, sir, thoughtful, and in the end, Montana was named the most polite state with more than 270,000 searches per 100,000 residents containing polite terms. Vermont was second, followed by Alabama, Minnesota, Delaware, Wyoming, Arkansas, Utah, Hawaii, and Idaho. Those are your most polite states. Now, on the other end... People in California might need a little help with their manners. It's a much bigger population, but they only had 10 searches per 100,000 residents containing polite terms. Kansas was the second worst, followed by Illinois, Louisiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Massachusetts, Florida, and West Virginia. As far as Nevada goes, we were uh, on the lower end coming in at number 38 on uh, the most polite states out there. Is there a little thing that that kind of sets you off a little bit if someone doesn't say thank you or you hold the door for someone and they don't say thank you or if someone's running late, you got an appointment and they're late? Is there a little thing like that that, that sets you off when it comes to little politeness? Uh, yes. When I ask someone how they are and then they tell me and they don't ask me back. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll just move on. <laughs> uh, like, I'm not going to offer it up. If uh-huh. you don't want to know, You, I mean, you would have asked me if you really cared and wanted to know so when people are like oh i'm wonderful da, 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 da. and i'm like all right well okay so <laughs> what, what else is going on yeah that is it for me how about you um the, the th- uh, thank you goes a long way with me and then uh, people that run late too and then i know what happens from time to time uh but i had a situation on friday where someone was very very late and it was very very frustrating it's like a, a disrespect for time if someone runs super late. Yeah, I can definitely see that. As someone who oftentimes is the late one, it's I'll, I, st- I'll tell you it's not always on purpose. <laughs> no, and I, I, like I said, it, it happens. But there's people that are habitually late. Yeah. And I think disrespect your time. That almost take pride in it. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, oh, whoa, I'm glad I made it five minutes late. Like, well, okay. Well, try, try making it five minutes early and don't be walking in pounding your chest that you're five minutes late because everyone that was waiting for you is now frustrated. Yeah, that's uh, very true. Also this morning, if you have a dog, watch out at bedtime because having a dog has been associated with greater odds of having a sleep disorder or just trouble sleeping in general. Meanwhile, owning a cat was linked to a higher chance of having leg jerks in the middle of the night. Researchers studied multiple sleep quality factors, including uh, just feeling unrested, feeling sleepy, not getting enough sleep, uh, taking longer than 15 minutes to fall asleep, and just getting fewer than six hours of sleep on average. And generally speaking, cats tend to be more active at night than dogs do. One expert explains this might explain the observed differences in the association of sleep quality in cat versus dog ownership. But moreover, The study notes that there were fewer differences in sleep quality indicators between cat and non-cat owners in comparison to dog and non-dog owners. Were Max and Molly in your bed? They were for a while, but Mm -hmm. then it was this exact reason. We were not sleeping because... Um, like Molly would sleep by Matt, Matt, Max would sleep by me. And if they got uncomfortable in the middle of the night, they'd get up and then move around and that would wake me up or they would start snoring. So we finally had to transition them 
back downstairs and we had to do that really slowly so we got their little pillow pad from downstairs that they would chill on and we brought it up to our room so we brought that up and then bedtime we put them on it and at first they're like wait why are we down here not in the bed but at least they were on something familiar Mm -hmm. then we kept moving that pillow pad further like from the bed till it was out in the hallway then we moved it you know down at the bottom of the stairs then we moved it slowly down the hall and then it wound up back in its spot in the living room and so then at bedtime they just associated that with bedtime and went there and slept but it took us a while to get them out of there that's smart the subtle little change they had no i had no idea what's happening wait wait a second why are we downstairs all of a sudden yeah at first they were kind of like excuse me you don't want to be with us what is happening but then they eventually got used to it do you guys let your dogs in the bed we don't our first chihuahua was lily and she would sleep with us from time to time but with zoe and jacks no zoe goes Zoe likes to be in her crate, so you go, she goes in her crate, and that's that is in the in the bedroom. No, the crate's in the bedroom. Uh, Jax has his own bed, so he he stays clear of us, and I like it that way because same thing with Lily. There'll be times where she'd be sleeping under the covers, and she would just start to move around, and that's just an extra body moving around in bed and an extra chance of waking up at night. Yeah, and sometimes they get so hot, so they make you really hot. Mm-hmm. And it's Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. All right, finally this morning, uh, here's a joke for you. Did you hear about the guy who got caught stealing a calendar? No. He got 12 months. <laughs> ah, dad jokes. But new research says that dad jokes are actually having a positive effect on kids' development. Researchers say that when fathers embarrass their children with unfunny jokes, it teaches them how to overcome awkwardness. Um, seriously, pushing your kids' limits on how much embarrassment they can handle shows that embarrassment is common and really not a big deal. So keep repeating the same old stale puns. You're in, you're out. It is your duty to your children. Uh, here's another one. Uh, if, if you're a dad, do, try this on your kids. Say, hey, your mom asked me if you kids were spoiled. And I told her, no, I think most kids smell that way. Hey. Uh, let's see. I, there's a there's a good uh, Twitter account that has a bunch of dad jokes. Um, this one says, "My wife and I just celebrated ten years of happy marriage. It was coincidentally our thirtieth wedding anniversary." <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, actually a savage right. on that one. Um, let's see. Uh, I've offered my elderly neighbor twenty dollars to let me try out her stair lift. I think she's going to take me up on it. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's see here. What do you call a mouse that swears? What a cursor. Ah, uh, some of these are not very funny. Well, you know, daddish. Yeah. What do you call birds that stick together? Um, a flock. I don't know. Velcros. <laughs> <laughs> see, we're getting a chuckle. I'm writing a book about hurricanes and tornadoes. It's only a draft at the moment. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. End on that one right there. All right, it's time for Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $400 diamond pendant for Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Yeah, we uh, we do this every Monday for Minden Mondays, and we are hoping that we... 
have a winner this week. I don't mind getting beat on this, and it doesn't happen often, but boy, when it does, it's a celebration. So if you want to play Beat Mercedes right now, caller 20, you get to go head-to-head with me and see if you can guess a song faster than I do. Our number is 702-364-9400. We always do a little practice round here. Yes, uh, so Mercedes will take off her headphones. I'll turn off our microphone, and Steph will step in here. Good morning, Steph. Good morning. It's nice to see you on this Monday morning. Same with you. Did you have a nice weekend? I did. I had a nice, relaxing weekend. I did a thousand-piece puzzle with James over the weekend. Woo! It was so your brain has been working yes. all weekend. Yes, it has been. All right, I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, you shout out, got it. When you say, got it, I'll stop it, and you'll have five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Sounds good. And it, it'll go a max of 20 seconds. If you don't know it within 20 seconds, I stop the song. In 20 seconds, you got to give it something, okay? Uh, okay. Okay, all right. Hit some reset buttons, and the song starts now. Got it. Okay. <laughs> TLC Waterfall. You are correct. <laughs> yeah, I love One, that song. 1.9 seconds. Oh. I, I think that's a little too long. I think so, too. I think it's too. a little too long. It's fast, but not fast enough. Yeah, you're probably not going, oh, my gosh, that's so fast. No. Not when, not when you're the best, like Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's bring her in here. She's uh, focused on something over there. Here we go. Hello. Hey. What's going on? How'd All right. it go? How'd it go? She did, uh, uh, Steph did well. She did a nice job. Really? Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know if I beat you. This is... Oh, so she got it. Oh, she got it. Yeah, oh, she got it. She got oh, it. Oh, boy. Now I got it. She really got it with prepared. pride. Okay. I did. Yeah. With pride? Okay, yep. then that was fast. Are you ready, really Mercedes? Think. Sometimes if I know she got it fast, I just say got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope I it comes to you. Okay. Starts now. Got it. TLC Waterfalls. Mercedes, you are correct. Now, Steph was also correct. Uh, Mercedes, Steph did it in 1.9 seconds. Oh, no. I think that was too long. Mercedes stopped the clock at 1.3 seconds. Oh, my God. Mercedes, still winning in the warm-up rounds. Why, why did that feel so long? I was like, oh, no, she got it. And, and that's okay if you get it. I don't mind being beat. But, yeah, I do get stressed I out. I like your that. technique, though. Just say got it. I know. I just it. hope it clicks or something. I've done that a couple of times with you, <laughs> honestly. Because you get five seconds. Hey, if you're, if you're playing Mercedes, you can do that as well. As soon oh. as the song starts, it's got it. And hope that it comes to you. That, I, might be the, that might be the avenue to take. I feel like this practice round is a trick to throw me off. Because then I get anxiety just on the practice round. And so when it comes to the real round, I'm really thrown off. But if you keep that in mind... This may be your week to play. Caller 20, you are in. Can you guess a song faster than I can? It's a $400 diamond pendant that is up for grabs this week from Mike Lehman and Diamond Jewelers. Caller 20 play 702-364-9400. It is Monday. It is 7.04 and we are in the 7 a.m. social. Want to join us online as we... uh, show you what's going on off the air and on the air well just join us on our facebook page or on our youtube channel mercedes in the morning it is also time for beat mercedes it is minden monday and we have our contestant on the line it is stephanie hey stephanie hi how are you we are very well your caller 20 you ready to play beat mercedes Yes. Okay, we have a $400 diamond pendant up for grabs, and I really want you to win. How are you with music? Are you pretty good? So-so? 
okay with it. Okay, that's good. She's got the quiet confidence yeah, going exactly. on here. That's good. Okay, I'm going to head out. I'm going to uh, go out of my studio. I'm getting all the controls ready. And so you uh, will be alone and guess the song. Hopefully you'll do it fast. Are you? Uh, um, I guess I'm going to go. Okay. okay, Mercedes is stepping out. Uh, turn her microphone off. We'll bring in our Stephanie, producer Steph. Stephanie, the contestant, how was your weekend? Uh, it's good. How was yours? It was uh, nice, relaxing, and fun. Okay, is your mind ready for this? Are you ready to do this? I'm ready, yes. Let's okay. do it. First, let's give you some sample audio. This is not the song. I just want to make sure you can hear everything okay. So let me know you can hear this music bed that's playing down the uh, down the phone line. Oh, yeah, I can hear it. Okay, perfect. So the next sound you see will actually be the song. It'll be the contest. I'll start the song. As soon as you know it, you shout out, got it, screaming at the top of your lungs. I'll stop the clock immediately, and I'll stop the song. And then we'll have five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title, okay? Sounds Now, if you go max of 20 seconds, the song automatically stops, and you got to give us something. So let me reset the clocks. And the contest, the song, it starts now. Is a blue. Oh, I don't know. It's 20 seconds. So we got to stop. But do you have any any kind of guess? Anything at all? I feel like it's kind of Foo Fighters, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, no, it's not the Foo Fighters. It's it's people right screaming it at the radio. Hopefully, you're screaming it at your radio right now. It's U2's Beautiful Day. I'll help with you. Thank you. All right. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on. Because you never know. Mercedes might not know it. If that's the case, I don't know what we do. But, uh, Steph, why don't you bring Mercedes back in? <sighs> Here she comes. I don't know why I get my chest tightens during this game. I know. I love it, though. It's a, it's a good anxiety. It's a, it's a good anxiety. It's a, yeah. it's a great anxiety to have. Hello. Hey, welcome back to the show. Okay, let's do this. How are you feeling? Good. What do you do yeah. in the break? You just go outside and stand in the green room? I just stand, stand, I, I stand in the middle. <laughs> Steph sees me just She's standing so cute. there. In the She's hall. just crossing her Stands there waiting, waiting. waiting. Yeah. All right. Stephanie, uh, I'll tell you, Steph, the listener knows her music. I'll tell you that much. Okay. And let's see if you know your music, Mercedes. Okay. Let me hit reset here. And as soon as you know it, you shout out, got it, okay? Okay. Starts now. Got it. Beautiful day. You too. Mercedes, you are correct. Now. Listener Stephanie, she was incorrect. She went 20 seconds and she uh, didn't know what it was. So that means, Mercedes, you are the winner. All right. Well, for that, Stephanie, I am sorry uh, for me personally and my record. I am very happy about that. <laughs> uh, that's very interesting. You picked up, you finally picked a YouTube song Fine, after yeah. all these years. We, uh, one year. I, one year. We had the committee and I sent. A, I only sent two songs over the weekend because we were, we're kicking around an older song, a different song, and uh, they selected you two out of the ones I sent. So. Oh, man. Well, that means that $400 diamond pendant just got a little bit bigger and it turned into a $500 Ooh. diamond pendant. Bigger and bigger, the more I win. So make sure you are listening next Monday morning for your chance to beat Mercedes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift, she launched her tour over the weekend. And how big is this tour? 
so big that other artists are stopping their show to find out about it. Kelsey Ballerini stopped her own show in New Jersey over the weekend to ask if anyone was keeping tabs on Taylor Swift's concert across the country. Here is, uh, here is that audio. Is anyone stalking the era store? Has it started? I'm going to stalk it after this, but I have one question. Has she, is Cruel Summer on the set list? Wow, that's, that, that's my Super Bowl. I got to be honest. She wanted to know if Cruel Summer was on the set list, and to yes. answer her question, it was. And one of my favorite things about the concert and the concert goers is that a lot of them will dress up representing one of her eras and just seeing all the costumes and stuff. So... Like, I, if I get tickets, I already know what era I'm going to dress up as. I've already got the outfit set, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we get to uh, debut the outfit. I got faith. Put it out in the universe to see you there and your errors, certain outfits, having a great time on Saturday night, doing your thing. It's an experience, and we actually have tickets coming up this week to go see Taylor Swift. Yeah, you're going to want to listen for the Taylor Swift triple play. So when we play a Taylor Swift song in the six. 7 and 8 o'clock hour. Make sure you keep track of what those songs are because in the 9 o'clock hour, we are going to ask you to tell us what three songs played in those three hours. If you're caller 20 and you can give us those three songs, you'll get tickets to see Taylor. Such a cool thing. you got to be listening to the 6 o'clock hour to get that first song. That is key. So this could be a sign that Adele is returning. Her residency is scheduled to end this weekend, but according to Johnny Katz over at the RJ, the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix is offering two VIP tickets to Adele's show as part of its $5 million, $5 million Emperor package. So other things that come with the Emperor package includes five nights in a 10,000-square-foot Nobu Sky Villa, dinner for 12, you get a Rolls-Royce chauffeuring around town. But the F1 race isn't until mid-November. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lists are saying, oh, you buy these things, you got to fly into town now to see her and then come back for the race in November. Doubt that. So, yeah. So, Adele, it would make sense. I mean, such a big show. Such a huge show. Oh, gosh. And... and- I've just heard nothing but rave reviews for it. I've seen it. It's probably one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. And so, yeah, I think it would be a huge mistake for her not to come back. Now, Matchbox 20 released a new song. It's called Wild Dogs Running in a Slow Dream. Here is a little taste of the new song from Matchbox 20. Their new album will be out in May. It's their first uh, album in 11 years. It's called Where the Lights Go, and Matchbox 20 is going on tour. They'll be here in May, May 27th at Cosmopolitan. There's a pre-sale for those tickets starting on Thursday. Let's talk about Good Burger. Kenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell appeared on The Tonight Show to make a big announcement. Good Burger 2 is happening. Here is that announcement from Friday night. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger Part 2. Can I take your order? I love that movie. Jimmy Fallon lost his mind when they made the announcement. He's running around in circles. He was jumping up and down on the couch. It's such a funny movie. <laughs> I love that they're back together doing stuff. That's just amazing. So that movie made a comedy. It made $23.7 million in the box office. I've got a list here of the top um, 100 highest grossing comedies at the domestic box office of all time. You want to take a guess at what number one is? This is the, the, the biggest grossing comedy movie of all time. Um, the one with Ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz. Oh, um, 
I'm taking it based on your reaction. That is not it. No, but, trying, uh, the um. Oh, um, what's the movie called? Well, yeah, I felt like that was a big one. Oh my! There's something about Mary. Something about Mary. Yeah. That is not in the top ten. A Ben Stiller movie is in the top three. Yeah, Meet the Fockers is number three. Okay. With two hundred and seventy-nine million dollars. Home Alone, number two, from 1990, with $285 million. And then the highest grossing comedy of all time is Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh, I love that movie. I didn't realize that we were considering cartoons as comedies, but I guess that falls into Still that. Still comedy, yeah. I guess. $369 million. Now, coming up next hour, 825, we do have Heads Up. Tickets for you to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's Mix 94.1. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. I think it's one of the most embarrassing things that could ever happen to you. Your child going through your childhood things. And my daughter found something this weekend that it was I was so embarrassed about. Like truly embarrassed about she was in Colorado visiting my mom and my brother and she was literally staying in my childhood room like hanging out um I FaceTimed her one night and she's like look at all this stuff I'm finding and she's showing me sweatshirts and dresses and I was like you can take whatever you want it's like all my old stuff and uh, my sister's old stuff I'm like whatever you want take and she's like can I have this sweatshirt I'm like absolutely So we get off the FaceTime and all is good. And then she sends me a text and it says, here's a topic for you. Talk about, wait, where did it go? Here's a topic for you. Um, Talk about how, um, how (laughs) your, your parents have stuff that you probably shouldn't find. And I was like, what did you find? And then she starts sending me, well, first of all, Look at all these old mixed shirts she found. Oh my god! I know she's sending me pictures of all these old mixed shirts. Wait, that first one, so 2006, that yellow one. Is that the first bite of Las Vegas? Uh, this this one. Yeah, it's old school. I it's old school, but I don't know what year it is. This oh my god! 2006. <gasps> she's finding all these T-shirts and stuff. That is so cool. Oh, she was all excited. Uh, and then she says, "I'm holding a flip phone and a Nokia phone." <laughs> this is your old stuff. This is all in my room. <laughs> All in my room. It is a, that is a gold mine up there. What else we got in this jackpot? Oh, my gosh. Well, then she goes, you were brutal. And she sends me this. These are screenshots of my yearbooks from middle school. Uh-huh. And some of the things that were written. But it gets better. Then she shows me this page. Uh-oh. And this is pictures of my classmates. And next to them, I wrote the rudest things. Look, weird, nerd. You did <gasps> nerd. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you you had a list. Nerd, sweet nerd. You judged your classmates. No, <laughs> but you wrote it down. We all judge, but you wrote it down. I, you journaled it in your yearbook. I journaled it. It gets oh. it gets worse. Okay, well then <gasps> she saw who I had crushes on. I made little hearts around. Oh, who was it? Who was that it? one? Was Eric Whiteside? Mm-hmm. Um, this one was Keith Lopez, who I love. Ooh, the that, most. that's a big heart oh, around man. him. Oh man, oh man. But this is the worst part of all of it. Nerd, nerd. <sighs> I wrote next to something some really bad 
<laughs> really bad things. Can we take, well, hold on, can we guess what it is? Is it a girl or a guy? Um, th- it was it was girls that okay. I wrote these you're bad right. things. Um, I'm running up on the screen there. <laughs> One of these words I haven't used in years to describe someone. Um, no, but that's close for one of them. Oh. But it starts with an S instead. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But look what I wrote for some people. Can you read that? Um, hold that up a little higher. Uh, skill something? It's hard to see. Stuck face? Stuck up. B? No, it starts with an R. Rag? Yeah. Stuck up rag. <laughs> I call people rags. Like, have you ever called someone a rag? I don't think you ever have on the start. Oh, that rag. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the things like nerd, funny, so sweet, rag. rag. My, poor, my poor Brooklyn's up there like, oh, mom's yearbook. Let me see what people wrote about her. Slut. I... <laughs> <laughs> Angie, poor Angie. What grade is this? I don't even really a slut in seventh grade oh, oh my, my gosh i think i was too afraid to, to like say anything which i'm glad because then it would i would have been really bad so when Wait, we, these are all photos that brooklyn's go, just going through setting so this she thing. finds this and she's just like what it's so cringy i was like brooklyn i i just wrote this in my yearbook i never called any of these people this stuff um and she's like Oh, yeah, I know you are too shy to do that. But she's like, but why did you call him these words? And I'm just like, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Stuck up rag. But it's so funny to think, like, go back to that day you wrote next to the poor Angie you wrote. You were calling her, oh, you know, the man. S word. And you're writing that out in the yearbook. Little did you know, as you're writing that, where are you in back in mind thinking, someday my daughter might find this yearbook? Never. No. I, I'm so, it, it just shows like how insecure I must have been to do something like that. And I was just really embarrassed. I was like, Brooklyn, I, d- please don't judge me for that. I was just young and stupid. And she goes, well, I am going to judge you because I was just, I'm just a year older than you and I would never do something like Ooh. that. <laughs> I was like, okay. Has, have your kids ever found anything like that you were so embarrassed about i was just like put those away please stop looking at them go back to the flip phone that you found this is so embarrassing um someone just texted mercedes made a burn book before mean girls did <laughs> yes but luckily no one else saw it except for me and now my daughter it's out there right now yeah um this one says mercedes uh this is ali i did that too with my yearbooks and i would even cut people's pictures out and draw mustache mustaches on them and devil horns um someone wrote ratchet would have been even more classic no the worst i got was rag <laughs> yeah oh rag that i i would not have guessed that in a million years that you I did that no and now my kid knows i'm so i thought maybe it was gonna be like funny comments like hey keep in touch or da, da, da. Well, no she did she did like take screenshots of you know some of the stuff that people wrote to me and like, did you get any keep in touches and do we have a phone number oh, Can we call them and say them. hey i know it's uh it's been a few years but he told me to keep in touch here i am yeah seriously i've got christine hey have a real cool summer i'm glad i got to know you uh well get to know how, oh, hope we have some of the same classes next year christine and then she gave me her phone number 
I should call. We should is, call, is yeah. Is Christine there? I'm sorry we haven't gotten together for these past few summers, but I'd really <laughs> like to shoot for this summer if you're up for Did it. you label her anything in the book? Uh, no, because I actually liked her. I remember Christine Lindelow. She was, she was really safe. nice. She was, I probably had sweet next to oh, her. Oh, okay. There were some nice ratings. There, oh, there were yeah, nice, nice ones. Ratings. Yeah, nice yeah, I'm just showing you yeah. the, the, the rags. <laughs> the rags and the, uh, the S's. Oh. Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about um, women and the need they have for this. We'll tell you what it is. Also, um, it's the first day of spring, and we mentioned this last week, but in case you didn't hear it, how you can get some free ice cream today, and how old were you when you finally felt like an adult? All of that is coming up next in the Hot 3. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so if you uh, feel like this weather, you've had enough of it, and you're a woman, that's totally normal. More than half of women say they cannot make it through two months of wintry weather. This survey looked at how the weather impacts a woman's confidence and mood and found that on average, respondents can put up with only seven weeks of cold weather before they need to go to someplace warm. One in 10 women say they're completely over the cold by at least January and Respond, respondents are looking forward to a 64 degree weather or higher during the start of spring, but nearly a third say their ideal springtime temperature is a bit warmer um, at about 70 degrees. People are over eager to get back into warm weather clothes with 23% saying they switch back to t-shirts as early as March. And women also express feeling the least radiant in the peak of winter in December and January. Most women agree that they want to look good on the outside to help make them feel good on the inside. And they want to feel like they're glowing all year round to mimic that radiance that they feel in May and June. Does this apply to you? It's definitely been a colder, rainier, windier winter than normal. How did it apply to you? I, I feel um like I don't like cold. I'm always cold as it is. So I... When it's 115 degrees and all y'all are complaining about it, I am so happy. I love it. I like to I like to have heat on me because I'm I literally have goosebumps right now. I'm freezing. Um, but I do get like the whole radiance thing. You don't wear as cute of clothes. You're all kind of bundled up, and so I do get that. It just if I'm at home though, I like this kind of weather because then I get to just snuggle up and be lazy. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm kind of over it. I'm ready for the nice weather. I'm right there with you. I just I'm I'm tired of the rain. We have more rain coming. Like Friday was nice. Saturday was nice too. And then all of a sudden Sunday afternoon the rain rolls in. It's gonna be like this the rest of the week, dropping down. What's it be 59 on Wednesday? Breezy, windy tomorrow. I'm done with it. Give us a, give us a nice spring. Come on, weather. Yeah, but unfortunately, our springs don't last that long. I know <laughs> it goes right from zero to one hundred into <laughs> the the hot summer. But again, I like that personally. I know a lot of people don't. Yeah, you. Uh, I think we're the same. It's something about leaving the radio station and getting. It could be like July, but getting in your car, 
Do you keep the AC off for a second? You get in, like you warm up for a second. You, you get rid of that AC chill for a couple seconds. I love that. And then I also love going into my garage during the summer. Yes. Because my house is freezing. And then I walk into the garage and it just is so warm and cozy. I love it. I am just getting freezing while we're talking about this. Like, As we're talking about it getting oh. cold. What, what is, that's got to be some kind of effect. It's, uh, it's the same way in the, in the summertime. You step outside and I, I enjoy the, I like the house to be cold. Um, the house at night, I want it to be freezing when we sleep. But yeah, summertime, still want it cold inside. But when I go in the garage, take the trash out, just that warmth that kind of just it wraps you like a blanket. Oh, it's so nice. Also this morning, uh, happy first day of spring, everyone. The temperatures are Set to rise for the most of the U.S. this week, but not for us, as JC just said. Um, but a recent poll found that spring is definitely our favorite season. It's close, but 30% of people said spring is the best, followed by fall at 29%, 28% said summer, and only 10% say they like winter the best. But where you live does have a lot to do with it, though. Uh, people up north are less likely to say spring is their favorite. Um, but here's something for everyone. If you missed this uh, last Friday when I talked about it, the first day of spring means it's free cone day at Dairy Queen. So you can just walk in today and get a free small vanilla soft serve. No purchase is necessary, just their way of thanking their customers, saying happy spring. And then Ben and Jerry's, they're also going to be doing a free cone day for the first time in four years you're going to have to wait a couple more weeks for that one theirs is on april 3rd so maybe get one today and then wait a couple weeks get your free cone on april 3rd finally this morning so how old were you when you finally felt like an adult if you're under 40 and you still don't you're not alone someone pulled Millennials and Gen Zers between 18 and 42 and 57% said they don't have a handle on this whole adulting thing. 80% of Gen Zers and half of millennials. It also found that the hardest parts of adulthood are managing money, saving for retirement, saving for a, a home finding a job you like, and figuring out relationships. They also looked at some of the specific life skills that adults under 40 still do not have. Um, car stuff is the big one. Like 63% of people say they could not change their own oil if they had to. 48% couldn't change a tire. 42% could not jumpstart a car. Um, tying a tie is on this list. 46% of people say they never have, and it made the top five for women and men sewing up a hole, some of the basic life skills people can't do, changing a diaper, filing your taxes, using a grill to barbecue, and ironing something. Um, a third of people also say planning out meals is one of the hardest parts of growing up. So this last step makes sense. 46% of people 42 and under have had ramen in the past month. <laughs> <laughs> ramen is just a comfort food. I love ramen. You, especially you, you go to the restaurants and they have like, they put the egg in there and oh my gosh, it's so good. Is there a moment, a pinpoint moment for you that you say, oh yeah, that's when I finally felt like an adult. I think probably when we bought our first house, I really felt like an adult because I didn't really know what mortgage meant. Like, oh, we have a mortgage. I had no idea what that meant. I was like, so when then I started applying for a mortgage loan, I was like, oh, now I get it. Okay. But that was when it really kicked in and you had to take care of stuff around the house. You didn't have your, you know, super, your superintendent or whatever to take care of it at the apartment complex. That's when it really hit me. How about you? The exact same one. We, we bought our first house. Uh, Laura and I bought it together and a realtor was a friend of mine. She was awesome. But I remember we closed the deal. We're in the house for the first time. I'm like, wow, I'm an adult. I bought a house. And they started vacuuming the house 
for the first time, and there was an issue with the carpet. So I called my realtor. I'm like, hey, there's this issue with the carpet. It's coming up, and da-da-da. She goes, uh... Got to call someone to fix it? Yeah. Like, wait, what? There's not a landlord for you anymore. Where's the landlord? Where's the rental office that I can go to and complain? Like, yep, uh, I know some people that can fix it if you need it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an adult. Yeah, that's definitely an eye-opener there when you're irresponsible for fixing things. (laughs) Like, what? Like, why are you calling me? I'm like, cuz, who do I call? She's like, a repairman. I'm like, oh my gosh. What do you do? Yeah. Here in the 8 o'clock hour, tickets to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That happens at 825 when you win. Heads up. We were just talking about when you officially felt like an adult. And for both of us, it was when we bought our first house. And that was where everything kind of hit us like, whoa, we got to take care of a mortgage and take care of our own home. And you said something that I thought was very interesting because I lost a friendship over this. And uh, maybe I was in the wrong, but you mentioned that your realtor was a friend of yours that you used um, to to buy the house. Yes. How like close were you guys? Really close? Yeah, we're close friends. She, Her name is Morgan, and we first met through the rental car place like in 1996. That wasn't a college friend, but we worked together at Value Rent-A-Car, and we remained friends through the years, and I know her kids and everything, and then we moved back to Vegas in 05, and we bought the house in, in 06, so... Ten years after we first met, she was doing real estate, and uh, yeah, she took great care of us. And then when we started looking for a, a new home to buy, to, to go into a second home, and um, she was helping us as well. And then she turned us on to her brother, who did our mortgage on our first home and also our second home. So it was a, kind of like a friend-family affair when we came to buy in our house. Do you think that you should always use your friend for a service if they offer it? Or are you one of those people that likes to keep like business separate from your friendships have you ever lost a friend or gotten a fight with a friend because you did not use them for whatever service so um when we bought our first house i i will never forget it was kind of similar where a friend of ours he um helped us get financed we did that first before we even looked at houses just so we knew how much we were qualified for so he helped us with that and then we said once we got qualified um, we're like, well, who do you use for a realtor? And he's like, oh, I know a couple good ones. Tell me what kind of personality you're looking for. Blah, blah. And we kind of described our ideal realtor. And he suggested this guy that we have used for every single home sale or purchase ever since. And he's amazing. His name's Tor. And so uh, we used him. Well, about after our first house, we were looking to get a second house. And at that between that time and the first house, Um, We had made another friend couple and she was a realtor. And so we're talking about how we're looking for a bigger house and this and that. And she's like, oh, I'll I'll send you MLS listings. We can go look at some houses. And I go, oh, we actually already have a realtor. Thank you, though. And she's like. But I'm your friend. And I'm like. Oh, absolutely. Um, But we already have a guy that we use. I'm so sorry. She sends me this letter, a handwritten letter a couple weeks later saying, never talk to me again. What? How awful you are for not supporting your friends. Like, like literally a breakup letter that because she was so angry with me that I did not use her for the realtor. What kind of friend is that? I was shocked. Yeah, I a was letter shocked. too. Like at first I see this letter in the mail, I'm like, "Awesome. Someone <laughs> wrote me a letter." And I'm an invite. I could not believe it. Has anyone ever been in that situation where a friend got upset with you because 
you didn't use them for whatever it is they do. Maybe they are a hairdresser and you don't go to them and that it bothers them. Or have you been in the other in the other situation where you're like, hey, I do this. It would be I get it. You you feel like your friend should support you. I don't know that I would cut up a friendship over that, especially being, at, you know, the fact that we used him already. He was kind of our established. Yeah, he's your guy. Yeah. But she never spoke to me again after that. Totally lost the friendship because she was mad that we didn't ditch him and go with her. I got a couple of buddies that started doing mortgages over the years. And um, we bought our, our second house. I went with his name is Matt. It's funny, too, because so many times. I would go to text him and I would text your husband. I finally changed his name to like Mortgage Matt. So oh, I wasn't texting your smart. husband, Matt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I used him. It was awesome. And then I, right, right on the same time, I got some buddies that were getting into the mortgage game. And they're like, hey, if next time you buy a house. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. You're so new. In my mind, they were new. Matt had experience. He knew what he was doing. He knew how Laura and I worked. He knew my pretty much knew my finances from the first go around. And so I told my buddy, I'm like, I got a guy. But this is good to know. If I know someone, I'll send them your way. Yeah. I'll send people your way. But I've got someone who I'm, I'm going to stay loyal to. And, and and I have. And I think that says a lot more about your character when you stay loyal to someone. And even if you have someone new coming into the picture, um, like I can see you wanting to support your friend. But if you don't, it should be okay. Like I have friends that don't even listen to this radio station. Literally, like they're just like, all I listen to is podcasts. And I do not take offense to it. I'm like... Hey, like, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. I'll never get mad at that. Um, if they say like, oh, did you hear blah, blah, blah? And I'll make a comment like, oh, yeah, we were talking about that on the show the other day. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't listen. I'm like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. I'm not even mad about it. It's like, I would never say, we're not friends. Right. You don't listen. You don't download our podcast and listen from 530 to 10 <laughs> every single minute. How dare you, terrible friend? You it know? seems so, so trivial, too. I mean, but to get a letter, I could see maybe the friend being upset with you. Yeah, maybe not talking to you for a little bit. Even that is extreme. But still, to sit there and write a handwritten letter saying, how dare you stick with a realtor that you bought your other houses with and not come to me. It well, just doesn't seem nice. Someone agrees with her. We just got a text. It says it's so messed up not to use your friend. Why would you give the commission to someone else? Because that someone else did a great job for us, and we really liked them, and he kind of became our friend, too. Yeah. So, like, wh- I would be a bad friend if I ditched him, you know? And obviously, she wasn't a great friend if she was going to write me a letter like that. That's a great so point. So that kind of reinforced us not using her. She wrote back, oh, Susie, I'm so sorry. This really stunned me. I was just getting ready to call you because we were thinking about moving again. And I was going to use you, but I'll stick with my other guy. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Tickets to see Red Hot Chili Peppers this hour, actually right around 825. Uh, tickets to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers coming up here in just about five minutes when you win heads up. Hold on, this is off here. Turn it down there. Turn and fix that. And audio sounds good now in my ears. I learned something over the weekend. Did you know? You probably knew this, but I, maybe I knew. Maybe I heard about this. Knew it was happening, but I was just I was fascinated by the whole thing. Michael Jordan. Did you know that he was involved in this whole betting thing that went down in the in the early nineties? Yeah, that was like. There's like situations here in town that he owed a bunch of the casinos a lot of money and the rumors are that's why his career ended and yeah i had heard that i yeah i I, maybe i just knew heard about it when it was happening and then wasn't really paying much attention about it but something caught my eye over the weekend and i was reading about it and just like you said he has all this stuff where there was in 92 after winning his second championship he was called to testify in the criminal trial of this guy named james to explain why this guy james was a convicted drug dealer why was he in the possession of a michael jordan signed personal check 
for $57,000. There's another guy that wrote a book about gambling and talked about winning $900,000 from Michael Jordan in a golf game. And then Michael Jordan was spotted gambling in Atlantic City when they were in the playoffs on the East Coast. The whole thing. And then the theory of when he all of a sudden retired at the top of his game was to avoid this whole gambling scandal with the NBA. And that's why he stepped aside to go play baseball. And he wasn't really good at baseball uh, because if not, the gambling thing was going to come to light and really tarnish his image. That's uh yeah, that I, I didn't know how much of that was true or just rumor, but I had heard that before. How did you first, how'd you hear about it this that, weekend? It literally was just like an article that caught my eye about gambling and Michael Jordan. I'm like, Michael Jordan gambling and just started going down this rabbit hole of reading more and more about Michael Jordan and the gambling things. So that was my, my big key takeaway from the weekend. The thing that I learned over the weekend was about Michael Jordan and his gambling issues in the 90s. Has, did anyone else learn something over the weekend where you're like, well, B, look at that. I, I had no idea. It was the first time you heard of something like that. Steph, did you learn anything over the weekend? Uh, James gets on me for leaving because our kitchen island, we have a pretty big one. And then there's our kitchen sink on that island as well. And I leave like my... Laptop chargers plugged in on the outlet on the side of the island. Well, I left my uh, chargers on and they were still plugged in. And James goes, can you put those away? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then he's like, I was just kind of like, why is everything okay? Because he seemed kind of annoyed. He goes, you can literally start a, a fire with that. I'm like, what do you mean? If, I guess, water gets on it and it's plugged in, it can catch fire. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought that the worst thing that could happen is me getting electrocuted, but dang, a a fire. He goes, yeah, if you didn't know that, make sure you unplug your stuff from the sink or from the kitchen island in case that happens. I I guess I always associate like the island with some sort of... uh countertop that's pretty sturdy like a marble or quartz or even like formica something like that that it wouldn't catch on fire because of what it's made out of but then you think well the island is probably made out of wood so anything made out of wood is probably going to catch fire so now from now on i'm not even going to charge my stuff on the kitchen i'm just going to go to my standing desk from now on and just leave it on there just from learning that do you guys think your phone's plugged in overnight to charge yeah Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You? Uh, Laura does. Mine is next. Mine's my alarm, so it's next to my bed during the week. So, but then I, I charge it in the morning. But I'm always in the back of my mind when something's charging overnight. Is that issue going to happen? Could something overheat? Not that they, I mean, their technology is so good, but that's always in the back of my mind about the worry of something overheating if you're not around your charger. Well, are you going to, do you have that worry about like lamps? I don't. Um, this thing, I don't. Things, yeah. Other things, I'm yeah. plugged. Yeah, because lamps are plugged in all the time. Toasters and everything. I didn't keep toasters out on the countertop. Kitchen countertops are pretty bare. Um, but stuff that, I, that we do use in the morning for breakfast, it's not plugged in all the time. Yeah, I always plug that in. I charge my watch overnight, all, all of that. But sometimes I don't like doing it because uh, let's say I have like 60% on my battery. And it's like, well, do I charge it? I've got 60%. But by the morning, it might be like 50 Fifty percent, forty-five, and then I'll be like, "Oh, all day long, anxious." I like to have a full battery when I wake up. Start the day, leave the house with everything at one hundred percent power. Yeah, that just that makes me feel secure. I I, I place way too much uh, value on what my battery life is. But like, if someone sends me a screenshot of something, the first thing I look at is what provider they have and how 
full their battery is. I don't even look at what the thing is that they're sending me. I'm like, oh, okay, T-Mobile, 62%. <laughs> or if it's red, I'm like, charge your battery. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you ever get that, the Life360 notice? If you're following someone with the Life360 app, it lets you know if someone you're following, if their battery life is low. Because, Laura, sometimes I'll get a notification like, ding! You know, to let Laura know her battery is below 10%. I'm like, you savage. Your battery power is below 10%. What's going on in your world? Yeah, that's a, that's really like gambling. Speaking of Michael Jordan, that's gambling in my eyes. <laughs> you go under 10%. Like, wow. Look at you, brave person. <laughs> not, not betting a, a million dollars on a golf no. game. It's rolling the dice. Low batteries. <laughs> uh-uh. Woo-hoo. Let's do this. We want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. And we got a great prize for you. We have your tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Coming to town, and it's coming up soon, April 1st. They're going to be at Allegiant Stadium. Such a great show. And if you want to be there, just be caller 20 right now for Heads Up. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 is playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Jackie. You're caller 20, Jackie. You ready to play Heads Up? I sure am. Good morning. Good morning. These red hot chili peppers, they have your name all over them. You just got to get six answers in 60 seconds. In one of these categories, do you want to go with H2O, Chips and Dip, Golden Retriever, Mojito, or Waffles? We'll go with Chips and Dip. Chips and Dip. It is. National Chip and Dip Day is on Thursday. These are all different kinds of appetizers, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll go with JC. All right. All right, Jackie, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. It's six correct. You're going to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We start now. Uh, you, um, you make a sandwich with this. Uh, meal? No, uh, no. Uh, you, you make a sandwich. You usually have this as a side dish where it's with your meal. If you're making a sandwich, you have the meat and what? You put mayo on top of what? Bread. Yes, yeah, bread. This is a, an Italian thing. You dip it in marinara sauce, cheese on the inside of it. Uh, mozzarella sticks. Yes. Um, um, well, um, there's a um, a restaurant here in town. Um, they're wild. They're uh, they're small. They're sometimes they're spicy. Sometimes they're hot. Sometimes they're mild. Wings. Yes. Uh, Chicken wings. Yeah. We'll skip this next one. You get this as a side of McDonald's or Burger King. You have your hamburger and what? Fries. Yes. Um, this is uh, I believe it's fried octopus or octopus with breading on it. Um, uh, calamari. Yes. This is at a Mexican restaurant. You get this and uh, and salsa. And what? You dip what in the salsa? Chips, chips and salsa. I'd say yes. Yes, Debbie's gonna yeah. tell. Yeah. 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 Nice job, Jackie. <laughs> We're not gonna do the instant replay. We're just gonna go with you got that. <laughs> I think you did. St- I think you did. Awesome. That was, uh, the judges were giving thumbs up too. So woohoo! 
Oh, I'm not a judge. Thank you, guys. You're a judge, and also Steph is the ultimate judge when it comes to this game. Oh, I see, I see. Well, congratulations, Jackie. You're going to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's happening April 1st at Allegiant Stadium, and you are in for free. Congratulations. Thank you so much, guys. We'll have these tickets all week long with Heads Up, and then actually tomorrow morning, the 6 o'clock hour, Heads Up, we have your tickets to go see the Counting Crows. I have a, a hair appointment later on today, and I was just thinking about it as I was uh, looking at my schedule for the day. And last time I was there, um, like a month ago, something happened, and, and I'm noticing this now every time I go. Do you have a job where you literally answer the same question all day long? And what's that question? Do you, do you have something like that? Because I was there, I get there, I sit down. Um, she has someone that is already there that is processing. So I come in, I sit down and she starts doing my hair and I, I ask her, I'm like, how was your weekend? I always go in on Mondays. How was your weekend? She tells me, oh, it was fantastic. Da, 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 da. And I was like, how are the kids? Oh, they're so great. Da, 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 da. We talk about that. And I'm like, what do you have going on for next weekend? I always ask those questions. <laughs> so she answers me and she's so sweet when she answers me. I go, I go to process and the new girl comes in. She, she's client number three. Uh, the assistant is washing the first girl's hair. I'm processing. Girl number three comes in. She sits down. How was your weekend? Answers the same with the same enthusiasm that she gave me. Oh, it's great. So how are the kids? <laughs> it was wonder- They're wonderful. They're just getting so big. And, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. I asked her those same questions. <laughs> and she's like, so what do you guys got going on for next weekend? <laughs> I'm like, oh, she. I wonder if the first lady asked her those same three questions and she answered them. And the thing about her, which is so nice, is she never said, oh, she just asked me that or anything. She answered like it was the first time she was being asked. And I thought, man, I got to come up with new questions. Because <laughs> if we're all asking her the same questions when we come in, that poor woman is having the same conversation multiple times a day. How many appointments does she have in a day? Oh, weekend was great. Doing this next weekend. I would say she has, if she's double or triple booking, she has probably like 10 to 15 appointments a day and that's a lot of times to have the exact same conversation you know yeah oh absolutely absolutely if you have a job or just life in general where you have the same conversation over and over and over again when i worked at the rental car place person comes in my first question how was your flight i'm very excited when i asked them here how their flight was oh that's fantastic where are you staying same two questions every single time i'd rent a car how was your flight how was your flight how was your flight how was your flight Good, bad. And then just you, you have to react to it. That was my standard question. Every single customer that came in. I would guess, too, and, and I could be wrong, but that you would always ask, would you like to be covered by an, our insurance or however you phrased it? Because don't you guys get bonused because of oh, that? Oh, yeah. That was, once, I, that, once I got in the whole sales pitch, it was, how was your flight? And then driver's license and credit card. And then we get into the kind of car they're in. And, oh, would you like to get something a little bit bigger? You know, are you doing some driving? Find out where they're going to try to get the upsell on the rental car. And then it would become are tricky ways of selling the insurance. Would you like the full coverage or just the basic? That's the thing. Like when you, who has a job where you get asked the same question multiple times a day, or maybe you have the exact same conversation. What is your job and what is your question? Uh, Our number is 702-364-9400. Christy just texted us. She said, I do Brazilian waxing and people ask me all the time if I wax myself. And I always give the same answer. 
no, I don't bend that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, when I used to get bikini waxes, I think I asked my my uh, girl that too. And uh, I don't remember what she said. I don't think she did it. She's like, no, I do my brows, but I don't do anywhere else or something like that. But uh, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about, where people always ask you the same question. Or maybe you work at a place where you have to give directions constantly. People walk up to you, where's this? Where's this? And you... You know, you always use the phrase around the corner, second door on the right, around the corner, second door on the right, around the corner, second door on the right, or something like that, where you have to say it over and over and over again. That is so true. Here at the radio station, Steph does a great job. If you're calling for a contest and we have a winner, the phones, people don't know that because there's a delay. And, and and so Steph always goes through, and I used to do it too when ice cream calls, is, hi, Mick, sorry, we already have a winner. I'm so sorry. Oh, Hi, Mick. So sorry. We already have a winner. Try again this afternoon and maybe give them the next time we're doing the contest. But you're literally saying that over and over, maybe a good 20 times until you finally start to, the phone start to slow down after the contest. Oh, yeah. Or I know that you answer the the phone the same way every day. So how many times do you say, good morning, uh, Mix 94.1 or whatever your spiel is when you answer the phone? If it's a caller that's just calling in during a random time, like if it's not a contest or not a topic, I go... Mix, hi, it's Steph. How am I help you? And then I'll they'll go through their spiel. Usually it's people that have won in the past trying to follow up on their prizes. So I always say the same thing. Oh, you can email our promotions department. Their email's on our website, mix941.fm. Under the Connect tab, you'll see all of our emails there. It, it almost seems like it's when you drive... Um to work in the morning and you don't remember how you got there. You just did it. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like it's kind of like that where you're like, what did that person just call about? I, I think I told them the exact same thing. I, I tell everyone else. I have. It's been a while since I was on the phones, but Steph, if you had the situation where you're, I've, I've been at the house before, wake up from a nap, whatever, and the phone's ringing, I'm like, hello, Mix. Like, oh, darn it. No. Hi, this is JC. I'm not working anymore. <laughs> if they do, if they call me, I'm like, why are you calling me? You should be texting me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's usually our boss, Jay Levin, calling me. I'm like, oh, hi, it's Mix. I'm like, help you <laughs> this lift driver just texted us and uh, the question i always ask is where are you visiting from where are you visiting from every single time but i love it too like you're your hairdresser same enthusiasm to you as the next client by the day's end she's answered the question how many times she's still very happy yeah she's just really sweet about it and uh so today i gotta come up with new questions I'll be like, do you like white or wheat bread? It's just going to be like, what? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> do you like roller coasters? If so, which is your favorite one? Um, I'm going to totally catch her off you guard come with the really most hot too. <laughs> random questions. Who do you, which member of One Direction do you like the best? And she's going to be like, uh, oh, uh, oh, okay. So I, that's my goal, to ask her questions she never gets asked. Curveballs, curveballs. Yes. Hot threes coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay. If you want to boost your mental mental health you should try going to this we'll tell you what it is also are you a mom and have you ever had your kid make you one of their uh, quote-unquote homemade meals that's kind of interesting do you eat that meal we're going to talk about that and a uh, stupid criminal alert a woman made some hoax calls about a bomb and it's where she did it from and it was pretty obvious she was going to get caught we'll tell you all about it coming up next in the hot three Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Watching live sporting events 
actually improves your well-being and it can reduce your feelings of loneliness. The findings come after a survey of adults which shows that sports fans who attend games in person, be it professional or amateur, scored better than those who didn't in terms of life satisfaction. Overall, sports fans say that seeing games live makes life feel more worthwhile. In fact, these feelings are so strong that they're comparable to the boost of getting hired for a new job. So it's pretty significant. The study authors say the mental boosts derived from the events fostering that group identity, like you have something in common with all these people because you all like the same team. And then just a sense of belonging among fans. Yeah, the tribal feeling, rooting for the same team. I finally saw you talked about last week, Marc-Andre Fleury's fight. Yeah. Oh my, With the audio, what he was saying to the refs and everything. Oh my gosh, it was hysterical. It was yeah, amazing. It was so funny. He just seems like so, so sweet and kind and to hear him trash talking and stuff like that was so funny when the ref pulled away he's like come on let me go it'll be, it'll be good for the crowd yes. get the crowd going the crowd will love it come on <laughs> it's like yeah dude that's awesome also this morning uh if you're a parent you always want to embrace your kids curiosity especially if they're building important life skills but that's not always easy especially if your nine-year-old is cooking dinner now, a new poll asked moms about their kids' first creations in the kitchen. And 46% of moms say that they've had their kids cook them an unappetizing surprise meal. About half of those moms say they felt like they had to eat the concoction, so they did. 49% say they've pretended to eat something that their kid made, maybe using the same tricks their kids use, like spitting it into a napkin or giving it to the dog. For better or worse, 82% of them um, say that their child took this as a sign to make food for them more often, but that's better than the alternative. 24% of moms admit that they've upset their kid by turning down the food. Did your girls do that? And how, what was it if they did? Yeah, my, uh, my daughter, she used to always this is how she liked to eat it she would when i give her mac and cheese she would put applesauce in it and stir it up and then there was something else that went in there i can't remember the third thing so she decides to make it for me one day and uh like i had to eat it i was not gonna i was not gonna disappoint her by eating it so i i took a bite she saw me chew it and she's like do you like i know i go Mmm, that is so good. You're such a good cook. I love it. And she's like, take another bite. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So then I do the mimic bite eating where I would go, ooh, it's so yummy. And she's like, you're not really eating it. Take another bite. And I was like, oh, no. So I took another bite. And then I go, oh, I'm so full. Do you think you can finish the rest for me? I don't want it to go to waste. And she's like, okay. <laughs> well played mind games. Yes, yes, exactly. I like how she, you can't get back. The, the, the fake bite does not work for her. It does. It didn't. It did when she was like a baby, uh -huh. but not when she got older. Um, this was just last week, as a matter of fact. My mom does that. Into my, I cook for my parents. Like, mm, this is really good. We're full. Delicious. Yes. Uh, finally, this morning, technology has made it a lot harder for criminals to use phones without being tracked and um this woman actually made zero effort to hide it so um she's from maine her name is megan levitt and she was arrested on saturday after she made several calls to police making fake claims about a walmart so she first called to report an explosive device at the store then she called again to report a man with a gun at the same Walmart. Both calls were hoaxes. So the police responded, but Megan was easily tracked down because she made both calls from her own cell phone, number one. She was in an Uber. 
and she was on speakerphone when she did it. Well, the Uber driver heard it all, and he alerted the police as soon as he dropped her off. Police say the woman made the calls because her boyfriend was about to be arrested at the Dick's Sporting Goods across the street, and she was just trying to distract the police. Oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't work. Now they're both in jail. <laughs> Pay no attention to my boyfriend across the street. Yes, exactly. And, like, the Uber driver's <laughs> hearing her do all this, and, like, he's not going to say something. Oh, gosh. Uh, next hour, we got Jerker Justified, a situation with finance and friends. You get to be the judge. We'll give it to you right around 9:10. It's Mix 94.1. For the past few weeks, we've been doing those bracket-style tournaments for different things, for what madness, fadness, sadness, awesomeness. Finishing touches Mercedes on one tomorrow that is focused on you. Oh, no. No, this it's going to be, be good. really bad. It's going to be really bad. <laughs> I'm excited to do it. Finishing touches going into it right now. Well, the finishing touches on this came in over the weekend, apparently. It's jerker justified time. And if you ever want us to... Tackle one of your issues, let you know if you're being a jerk or if you're justified, maybe it's a friend, a family member. You can always shoot us an email through our website at mix941.fm. This one here says, uh, hi, Mercedes and JC. We have a situation with finances and friends. We just got back from a wonderful trip to Niagara Falls. We originally booked the trip with our friends, but the other couple had to back out at the last minute for financial reasons. The original reservation was for a two-bedroom suite. Long story short, because of the last-minute change to the trip, we were unable to downgrade to a smaller room. My husband and I stayed in the gorgeous and way too expensive for one couple suite. My husband thinks our friends should still pay for their half of the hotel room, but I think asking them to pay when the reason they didn't go was due to finances is rude. What do you think? Who is the jerk here? What do you guys think? Our number is 702-364-9400. Um, if you want to comment or you can comment on Facebook. I, I The one downside with this segment is you got to call someone a jerk if you think they're being a jerk. And I hate using the word and saying, you're a jerk. But I think your husband's being a jerk. I really do. I feel like they literally canceled because they couldn't afford it. So now... You're going to make them pay for something that they they didn't even get to use because you felt like it was too much. I, I mean, I, I, it sucks you got stuck with the bill, but you still got to enjoy it. And they, they're obviously having financial issues. I just think that's really a jerk move to ask them for money. You? I completely agree with you. It is it, because it is. It's your friends, and maybe what if they were to come to you and I say, "Hey, remove the trip in the situation." Hey, uh, whoever wrote this email, you know, we're, we're in a tough spot. We're having a hard time paying rent this month. Can you give us a couple bucks? And you, you might help out because your friend, they're in that same situation where they're probably looking forward to this trip. Finances changed them. They can't do it. I have to cancel the flight, everything else. And, and yeah, it stinks you got stuck paying the extra room, extra money for the, for the larger suite. But at the end of the day, it's your friends, and they're in a financial spot, and you're helping them out here. You can't you can go back to them and say, hey, how would you even approach that? Give me the money for the suite. Hey, the regular room would cost us $600. The suite cost us $800. Give us the difference of $200. Or, or are they asking for half of it? I think they're asking for half of it, not just the extra $200. I don't know. It, I, what, what do you guys think? We're getting some comments here on social media. This one says, suck up the money. It's always a gamble when other people are involved. Don't plan a trip with them next time. Unexpected costs always happen. 
This one says, um, if your friends knew it was a non-refundable, as most of those places are when they are tourist attractions, then yes, they should offer to pay their share. If you said it was okay, don't worry about it, then yes, you're the jerk if you ask. Kristen says, I think since they canceled super last minute, they should have to pay for their half of the room. I know your friends and they're having financial issues, but that isn't your responsibility. Susan says, don't be a jerk. Just move on and get past it. We're about 50-50 right now. Mara or Mara, what do you think? You know, I think that maybe going in that they would have to pay for something. I really think that they should understand cough up their part of it and i mean friends knows they should not make money and they should really take care of their part you think so you think they should ask for the money i i think so i think it's really justified just because you know you set plans you plan for this trip so far in advance you should know you have to pay part of it i mean you can't let them suffer with the cost yeah i wonder what the uh, amount of time was that in which they pulled out of the trip like was it the day before because that would be really annoying or was it like a month before and they realized it um this one says the friend should offer to pay something at least if you knew you weren't financially okay then why didn't you say something sooner or maybe just not plan um was, was it a last minute expense issue or did they lead you on knowing that they couldn't afford the trip from the start if it was unexpected then that's one thing yeah i get it you never want to be stuck with the bill but again i just i guess i'm feeling really sympathetic because i'm sure they really wanted to go but if they had to cancel because they didn't have the money then i would feel awful asking for more money and it's also too in the situation we're literally just going off of the same stuff we don't have we don't get more details to these stories we're reading what we know to these stories yeah Yeah. so how long ago did they cancel that was it prepaid did you pay in advance um and are they asking for their portion of the money back yeah there's so many different layers to it we have to base it off what they said us right here if you let's flip it though mercedes let's say you're in that situation for some reason you're the person who can't afford the trip now all of a sudden expenses came up like guys we can't go are you stepping in and offering to pay for some of that suite of like listen can you guys downgrade to a smaller room um are you offering to chip in a little bit for the room you're not going to be in um i think it just really depends do i would hope that they would downgrade their room but it sounds like they tried that and they weren't able to do that so knowing that they weren't able to do that I would probably feel a little guilty and try to scrape together what I could, you know, just say, hey, I know it's not half, but right now this is all we can manage. I hope it's enough. And there's one side of me that's hoping they wouldn't accept it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice gesture. It's a nice gesture. But you have to assume that they will. So, yeah, I would feel some guilt in that. I would do anything I can, though, to maybe call the hotel like please let them downgrade please this is on me don't do this i know yeah hit the hotel up come on seriously i'm sure someone else would want the suite give us a smaller room if you ever have a situation that you want us to present on the air for a jerk or justified or maybe call it justified or unjustified instead of using the word jerk yeah i do feel bad calling people a jerk i don't i mean there are jerks out there but none listening to the yeah no one who sends it takes the time to send us an email is a jerk uh you can send us through our website mix941.fm now coming up next we do have what's trending what do you got for us all right we are gonna talk about jimmy g he is officially official taylor kicks off the heiress tour and how to bring these children's characters into your wardrobe that is all coming up next Next and what's trending.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.